0: Hosea Rosenberg, Black Belly Market, Boulder, Colorado. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. So much stuff going on in town as far as food and movement and restaurants and opening and closures. And can you get to your favorite restaurant? Is the street shut down? Uh, lots of stuff. And we'll continue the lively conversation about gluten-free. I- I'm just so happy that it's happening Um then it never did. But it, here comes uh, John Urban and gluten-free things in Arvada. And you come on the show. You came down here to the Crafty Fox Pizzeria and Tap House. But, John, you come into the middle of a conversation, not contentious or anything else, but I am for certain because I've been on the spearhead of just this fight for people that are gluten-free. And whether your lifestyle or your inflammation or, or your celiac, That I've really seen a shift in accommodation for these folks and for you, what you do, and when Jay and I go up and visit you and we see your customers who just uh, literally break down in tears, Jay, when they say, I haven't had a taste of an English muffin or a waffle. Or 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 it's, a pan- it, it's it's pretty. It's special. I mean, it, it really is. You know, and if you're somebody who's you know just food, food, food chef, whether you're eating healthy or not. I mean, for me, like when you and Nikki were doing the debate about you know her and, and, she had- I, and listen, Nikki, no. she's here. She has yeah. her microphone. It's on. She can jump in yeah. whenever she wants. And I wasn't putting Nikki on the spot at all. No, I know. I, you w- I really wish that I could hear for her as a, a chef that I respect so much to say, yes, Greg. There's a shift, and people are recognizing it. more... <laughs> (laughs) more and more. That's why you're seeing calm. I wish I could hear that from her, but I think she, but I think it's a
1: natural shift and that, I mean, it's already happening all across the board.
0: Just those people came across and even to me as just so annoying. Like, oh, we have to, we're going out tonight to dinner and we have to take our needs and specialize them to your little silly, what, it's not a silly little thing anymore, is it, John?
2: No. Uh, I get people from all over the country who are, um, are, you know, like today, had some people from uh, Oklahoma come in, say that they can't find anything or very little, and they come in and find out uh, that we're a dedicated gluten free and vegan. And the reason why we are dedicated, because I started out gluten free, the reason why we got rid of eggs and dairy and went minimal ingredients is because a lot of people have more and more allergies. Um,
0: I can only handle one thing at a time, John. Now, we had a conversation on the phone today where you're like, everything's heading vegan way. It is. Because the animal products, people are wanting to take them out of the equation as well. And so you're kind of on the forefront of that game. Um, But I find that interesting as well, the the whole uh, notion of the animal products and people that are going that way and pulling those out as well.
2: Well, I like my steaks. You know, I like my steaks and hamburgers and all that kind of good stuff. But the thing is, my customers, you pay the bills. And uh, just like what, you know, Kyle uh, you know, has said and, or, you know, what he's running a business, you have to serve your customers. And so we decided a couple of years ago that eggs and dairy and I just kept on hearing over and over and over, and we only got one product that has corn in it, I serve my customers. So we use basically in all of our breads and stuff is rice, flour, and tapioca. And there's a few other little things, but... The rest of it's very, very simple. And the reason why is that we can maximize our customers when they come in and say, well, I can't eat this, can't eat this, can't eat this, can't eat this. And in another year, we're potentially going to go do some paleo stuff and try to do the same thing. But, uh, you know, it really comes down to what does your customer want?
0: Well, and it's, it has, it's like entrepreneurship. You, you look for a need and you fulfill the need. And hopefully you're on the target if you really believe that I have something to fulfill the need that nobody else has. Mm-hmm. And, and that's very – so i got to put your feet to the fire a little You're probably going to be like, Greg. what in the world? So with anything in life, with taste, right? Taste has come a long way. This. with, but if you take one thing out, and I see that with any other foods, that it's hard. where well, you're mixing ingredients. Is it, it, gluten free just like it, laden with sugar? And la- it, it, am I going to pay for it on the other end, where I'm I'm eating tons of calories, and I'm I'm eating the sugars, and I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> Someone go get that kid and give him a spanking. Hey, now. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> no, You've come past anymore. that. What, is, what do you do to substitute to get that taste into the gluten-free uh, items right now?
2: Well, with respect to our recipes and formulas, uh, I was an engineer, of course, before I was a gluten-free baker. And so I wasn't influenced by what everybody else, the wheat and stuff like that. And everybody always kept on saying, well, it's got to taste like wheat. It's got to taste like wheat. Well, a brownie is never going to taste like a filet mignon. So what you do is you make a good good brownie and a good filet mignon. What we found, our formula, is that I've used a couple different logical, I think, engineering thought processes, and we've been able to actually, I mean, you've tasted our bread. Mm-hmm. It's vegan, no eggs, no dairy, uh, tapioca, which has no flavor, rice flour, uh, rice flour. And what we've done is been able to formulate a formula That actually a lot of my customers at a lot of the uh, restaurants actually call the waiter back and say, Hey, you gave me the wrong thing. Uh, pitas you know, our French loaves, our hoagies, everything. And so the thing is is that with respect to the sugar and stuff like that, no, we don't put a lot of sugar in. We use about a pound and a half of turbinado sugar, which is non-processed sugar, per 30 pounds, 30 to 32 pounds of uh, dough. We have to have that because your yeast is not going to give you as much rise. We give the the yeast a little something to eat. Yeast actually adds flavor to our product. We've tried it without yeast. We've tried a bunch of different things. We're always experimenting. You know, Don. Don, we're always uh, back there throwing ideas back and forth. We've pretty much settled down. But the main thing is is that I like liver and onions. Most of my customers don't like liver and onions. If my customers, when they come in, the first thing we do is we let them test drive our product We hand them a piece of bread. We hand them a graham cracker. We hand them whatever we bake uh, and stuff and say, what do you think? You know, if they kept on saying, oh, this isn't very good, then we we haven't done our job. But, um, you know, that's just the way I've kind of operated throughout my 35 years as an engineer. My customers who pay the bills, those are the ones who I pay attention to. And of course, the more more money they pay me, the more I'll pay attention to. Them. Well, listen, uh, you
0: know how I feel about you, John. I think the world of you, well, and thank you. Uh, you stand behind the show. I I believe uh, thoroughly in what you do and what you pr- provide for people, and I ask you the tough questions too about uh, really what you're doing within the gluten free society. And I and I know. Um, that there are so many people that without you uh, their lives wouldn't just wouldn't be as happy so you know how I feel about you I think I'm the only talk show host that I know of yeah. that uh, is fully behind the gluten-free uh, movement because I really believe that from a business standpoint that if there's a market that has to, that's out there and that can be tapped into uh, you you'd be really crazy not to do it coming from a business standpoint other than that uh, the I don't I don't relate with the gluten-free stuff Mm -hmm. um it doesn't affect me Mm -hmm. and but i do know people that i care about that i love that are around me that are really paralyzed uh within their menus and what they do that's why when i see kyle moyer i'm like man that is so cool that you're gonna do this and put this out there for people because it's not an easy thing to do and not an easy decision to make um when you can just go ahead and do the traditional ways of things so uh Kudos to Kyle
2: yeah. too, right? You know, the thing is with respect to Kyle, it's actually probably more difficult uh, than what we're doing, because I'm a dedicated gluten-free facility. I don't have to worry about anything. He's got to worry, but Colorado is the number one gluten-free state in the country. There are tons of Californians moving here. There's a lot of people just moving here from you know all over the place. But what I'm meaning is is that, you know, he's adding on this Holla uh beer. I've tasted it several years ago when they kind of first opened. They do a phenomenal job. They're one of like five or six gluten true gluten free, you know, places within the country. And within the country. Yeah. And yeah.
0: I guarantee you that once Kyle implements what yeah. he's doing that the word gets out. Because sure. if you're if you're gluten free, you're gonna know that the Kyle Moyer and the Crafty Fox yeah. is doing this. And not only that, you're gonna be somebody like me who has someone out there that you love and care about that's gonna say, Hey what, I'm gonna recommend.
2: Yeah, uh, well uh, now, uh, now I've got now I've got some else that I can actually huh. That we can. Is that your bike? No, that's actually that's actually my car getting ready for the Mile High Nationals. I, I, John, thanks so much, no man. Uh,
0: it's very cool. We're going to do some things, and especially a uh, is some place where you can get gluten free things. Right, a Bruschis. Do you know the address to a Bruschis? that just opened. It's up a twenty fourth
2: and Youngfield and Wheat Ridge. There, uh, just just it's just down the road. They were on thirty second Youngfield. Go on down to twenty fourth. It has a big science as uh, fire and wine on it. They're uh, kind of rebranding themselves a little bit. Phenomenal place. They've got... An oh.
0: Italian restaurant. It's uh, got a dedicated gluten. It's like a, there's probably somebody at uh, a bruschis that it has a gluten-free the owner, uh,
2: uh, Nancy. The owner, Nancy, I think is uh, Celiac. They've been doing gluten-free longer than I have. That's usually what it takes.
0: Yeah. That's usually what it takes. And they they
2: celebrate celiac awareness month uh, in May. In May. Yeah. Okay.
0: John Irvin, again, you know I feel about you. We're going to do some great things coming up here in the uh, very near future.
2: It's cool uh, holiday That's You're on board with them, huh? They're a fantastic place, yeah. And happy birthday to you and Kyle. You know? Thanks, sir. <laughs> no but kidding. Thing, thing is, I got you beat. I'll be 57 in, in another week. So We're going to talk blame. about
0: favorite pizza when we come back. 57, huh? Oh, you're a young yeah, man. Yeah. You're a young man. You're just hitting your stride there. John Irvin, Gluten-Free Things in Arvada. Give out the address. It's
2: 11651 West 64th Avenue. We're across from Arvada West on 64th and Sims. Go to our website, uh, glutenfreethings.com, and also... For informational, go to glutenfreevegan.com for a lot of good information about all the different aspects of gluten-free and vegan lifestyle.
0: Keep doing the work that nobody else is really doing, man. I appreciate it. There he is, John Irvin, gluten-free things in our vader. We'll come back, talk about pizza. This is uh, really the reason. And People, Jay, that don't eat pizza or don't like, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I don't <laughs> want to be around them. I think pizza is one of them. N- Nikki? Yeah, Ryan, I mean, this is, is my
1: p- third slice of pizza today. <laughs> and not just here, so
0: i already <laughs> eaten eat some today. It, it's one of those things. Uh, pizza really makes the world go round. It's delicious. It's yeah. delicious. We'll talk about our favorite pizza pie. You'll, you might be surprised about mine. Really? Yeah, I think you is might be surprised. Is there pineapple on
1: yours?
0: Hey. Do you think there is? I think Are there you guessing is. that there's pineapple yeah. on my... Uh-huh. I, you know what? They say things about pineapple that... Uh, hey. hey family. That I, don't know, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but we're going to break. I'll bet you I can guess Kyle Moyer's favorite pizza. Oh, no. We'll get you... Uh, we can't? All right. Let's no. do that. Oh, no. 3901 Fox Street uh, at the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. All's well in the Mile High City. The sun's out. Uh, the downtown is just as bright as can be because... Um, On these types of days, when there's a front that goes through, it takes all the smog with it. So it's a beautiful, clear day at the Crafty Fox as we perch above the Mile High City. We'll come right back on 3901 Fox Street. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
1: Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Modern Eater. You're thirsty. You want a drink, a swig, something to quaff, imbibe. You want bogey's beer and wine, 400 craft beers. We're talking lagers, suds, brewskis, you name it, they got it. 170 whiskies, hooch, moonshine, bourbon, scotch, it's enough for any gin joint. The guy who runs it? Kyle Moyer. He's a connoisseur. Guy really knows his stuff. You want wine? Kyle says there's plenty of great wine right here. Local, you know. Family owned. Make your taste buds come alive. Bogey's Beer and Wine, it's a shop, a store, an emporium, a flavor factory for distilled spirits. Right next to the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria, near I-25 and 38th on Fox Street. You like beer, whiskey, and wine? This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Go to bogeysbeer.com. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. Tap house. Pizzeria. Mamma mia, it's a booze. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. Named one of the hottest new bars in Denver by Zagat. 60 rotating taps dedicated to delicious craft beer. With permanent Russian river blind pig handle. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. The most heavenly pizza you've ever tasted. The freshest ingredients. Baked to perfection. This menu, they use the same ingredients that they use to make it a cre- with two outdoor patios, including a rooftop deck, with a majestic view of downtown Denver, located just a mile north of Coors Field. Let's play ball! 3901 Fox Street in Denver. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. It's It's both. The Crafty Fox Pizzeria and Tap House, where craft is their middle name. Check them out at craftyfox.beer. Who's cuisine? supreme you're listening to the modern eater show the ultimate gourmet challenge and it's time for in the kitchen
0: oh cool new open for in the kitchen i like that greg Hollenbach, jay parker Uh, Chef Nicky Olson, Kyle Moyer, along with John Irvin from uh, Gluten-Free Things. I don't even want to rush this, you guys, because I I really want to talk about favorite pizza, so we'll throw that into the next hour, along with Holla Brewing Company and uh, Barrel's Beer Company is going to come on the show as well, in The Drinker in the next hour. We'll do that, uh, but right now... Listen, the Crafty Fox, it's great out right now. 3901 Fox Street, 39th and Fox. How do you guide people in here, Kyle? You know, we're basically 38th Avenue and I-25. We're just uh, basically a block north of that, so we're at 39th and Fox. But look for the Regency uh, student housing right off the highway there, right behind that. That's easy enough to come on in. I I could even find the place. Well, listen, it's taken you so many tries, but when you're on I-25. People have no idea. (laughs) They really don't. It's a great place to be and come on down. Uh, Kind of a uh, gluten-free theme, Holidayly Brewing Company, William Martinez. I think uh, William's in the house already. I can't wait to catch up with him uh, just talking about some good things. Again, John Irvin, thanks so much.